Hi everyone and welcome to Take 10 for Torah number 754. I hope you all are well. Any questions, comments, suggestions, recommendations, or sponsorships, please email me at Rabbi Yismach at Take10FortTorah.org. So, tomorrow is Lag Omer, the 33rd day of the Omer. I hope you all are still counting and are still in it to win it. But the question, of course, is why is Lagba Omer special, or why is it different than any other day? Why is there an element of celebration, it seems? Why do the customs of mourning, according to most practices, end on this day? So I'd like to discuss some of that and where that comes from. So to begin, there are a few uh, reasons, so let's uh, see one by one. The Manhig, uh, Rishon, discusses how the uh, custom in many places was to begin getting married again on Lag Bomer. And he explains the reason. He says, He he learned this from a long time before. When the students of Rabbi Akiva died, which is one of the reasons, of course, that we have this morning to begin with during this period of time. They died from Pesach, and although the Gemara says until Atzeres, until Shavuos, it's really Ad Pros Atzeres. Pros Atzeres means half of Atzeres, till half of Atzeres, and what is the half? What would that mean? So Pros is a half, a palga, and there's a unit of uh, 30 days before a holiday is, you know, when we start with the holiday. So what would it mean, half of before a holiday? So it probably means 15 days, because before a holiday is 30 days, so half of that is 15 days. So 15 days before Shavuos, all of the students stopped dying, and therefore that was the day of celebration. When is 15 days before? That is Lag Omer. And so that's reason number one. Others say that, no, there's another reason that only that Lagba Omer is okay, because they only die during certain days of the period between Pesach and Shavuos, and they did not die, as the Maharil says, on any day when there was no Tachnon. On celebratory days and happy days where we don't say Tachnon, nobody, the students did not die on that day, and it goes to the count that there's the seven days of Sukkot and, and three days of Rosh Chodesh. And he goes to the whole calculation, figures out that there are only 32 days, and therefore that's why we only mourn on those days. Okay, so one of the interesting questions that comes up over here is uh, the question of the Prichadosh. Prichadosh asks, he says, I don't understand. Uh, they stopped to die, and they stopped to die because there were none left. Why is this like a day of celebration? Isn't uh, it's a pretty good question? So the answer that's given, one of the answers that's given, of course, is that this didn't all happen in one year. What happened is that each year there would be students who would pass away, and it happened to have been during a particular time of year, and this trend or this pattern was noticed over the course of time, and as it was noticed, it was also noticed that it stopped, it ended on this 33rd day of the Omer. So this became sort of a, a holiday. The holiday was like that holiday of uh, when people stopped dying in the Midbar. People, uh, the generation which was not supposed to make it into Eretz Yisrael would pass away on Tisha B'Av and on the uh, time, in the time that they realized that that was ending, that that. that that transition period, or those people stopped dying, they made a holiday, that was the holiday according to some of Tuba of, so we make holidays when we notice that people stop dying, because it's a pretty celebratory thing, and we're pretty happy about that, so that is why here on Lagba Omer, we stop uh, being in Avelis, we stop mourning, and we begin to celebrate again, that is Sha'avazahazman, when they realize they knew that they would not die, so even 
in uh, later generations, this became sort of this holiday of we knew it was over by then. There's something very special about this day, and everybody knew that it would be fine, at least for that year. That's why we have the celebration. Of course, there is another source of the joy that is um, appreciated on Lagba Omer, not the, just the death or the cessation of the death of the descendants of Rabbi Akiva, but it's all about the actual death of a later student of Rabbi Akiva, as we've learned. The uh, students of Rabbi Kiva passed away, and Rabbi Kiva goes to Rabbi Seinu Shabbat the Gemara says, he goes and he finds some new students. Now, in quantity, it's way fewer students, but these students were um, really, uh, really wonderful people. These were students that did not die. These were students that were very different, obviously. One of those students was the famous Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai. And Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai has a very storied history. Mm-hmm. Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai was the one who is, uh, is attributed to have written the and taught us the secrets of the Zohar, the Kabbalistic tradition. Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai had to hide with his son in a cave in uh, the Gemara Shabbos reports because he had to flee from the Roman authorities because he was teaching Torah. So the 33rd of the Omer, the tradition is, was the day that he passed away. So just uh, a couple of interesting things about Rabbi Shem The day of the death of Rabbi Shem the day of Lagba Omer, always falls out on the same day as the death of Moshe Rabbeinu, Zion Adar. Okay? Not only that, but Lagba Omer, if you like this kind of stuff, Lagba Omer has the gematria of Moshe. Interesting. Uh, and so, too, the same day of the week is not only Lagba Omer, but also the seventh day of Adar, and also the fourth day of Sukkot, which is the Ushpizen, where Moshe is attributed to coming to visit the Sukkot. So there is some really interesting connection here between Rabbi Shimon and Moshe Rabbeinu. Perhaps some would suggest that it's because Moshe Rabbeinu revealed to us the revealed Torah, while Rabbi Shimon revealed the more hidden and esoteric Torah of the Nistar, of the hidden. So that might be uh, some interesting association about Rabbi Shimon himself. But people say uh, the following thing, you know, if he dies on this day, so first of all, what do we mean that the students stopped dying on this day, right? That the students stopped dying by Lagba Omer, and yet Shimon Bar Yochai dies on Lagba Omer, so how can he have it both ways? So first of all, this happened later, right? He was one of the later students. But others suggest that it was very obvious that Shimon Bar Yochai died of natural causes. He didn't die because he was captured by the Romans. He didn't get into trouble for anything. He survived his encounter running away from the Romans, and so he died a natural death, and that was the Milo, that was the advantage of Shemar Yochai's death, which is what we celebrated, that such a great Gadol Torah, such a wonderful person, was able to live out his days teaching Torah, doing his thing, and did not have to uh, succumb to what the other students uh, had to undergo, and also did not have to deal with the pressures, let's say like his Rebbe did of Rabbi Akiva, of being kill, killed al Kiddush Hashem for the Torah he was teaching. Okay, another idea that uh, brought, and this perhaps is the famous one, the reason that Hasidim and many uh, make a pilgrimage to Meron, the place of Rabbi Shimon Yochai's burial, is because of one particular passage in the Zohar. The Zohar says that 
But also Yom Shahir Bishim Tarak Lehistalak Minholam on the day that he was meant to leave from the world, Bahayim Nasadri Devarov, he was arranging his things, Nisasva Hachavir Metzlova, the fun of Rabbi Eliezer Bano, Rabbi Abba Bashar Hachavir. He had a bunch of people around him, people who were with him on the day that he was uh, supposed to pass away, or the day that it seemed that he was going to pass away. Amr Rabbi Shimon, Sir Rabbi Shimon Baruchai said, Hineata Shaswatoni. It's a time of divine grace. And I want to go to the next world without any sort of shame. I want to reveal all of the things that I had never revealed before. No one should say that I left with any sort of deficiency. I want to have taught everything that I have. And until this point, all of these hidden things were in my heart. They were secreted within me. Because I wanted to go with these teachings to the next world. And so I am going to teach you. And because he was dying on that day, that is the day that he revealed the secrets of the Zohar. And that is uh, the reason attributed for the outpouring of of festivity for those particularly who learn Torah Sanistra, they learn you know the the, the ideas of Kabbalah and uh, things that we discussed yesterday. So that is the the reason that is given because it was on this day, the day of his death, that he finally decided to reveal all of this. Another answer is that uh, he got out of the cave on Lakba Omer, and that's the association. Finally, there's a whole other uh, literature about what is the importance of the day of Lagba Omer, and that is associated to the original events of this period, of Pesach and Shavuos, and that is Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, getting out of Egypt, and the beginning of Yuridas Haman, that the man started falling, the food, the miraculous divine food that we were given at our doorsteps, that food began falling, or had fallen for three days, as a debate exactly how this worked out, but the man, the, the spiritual sustenance that we had, began on Lagba Omer. Perhaps you can connect these ideas. You know, Shemar Yochai reveals this hidden Torah of Moshe Rabbeinu, and uh, the Moshe Rabbeinu is the revealed, and his, his is the hidden. Moshe Rabbeinu is the Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, gets us out of Egypt, but the spiritual sustenance, the insides of what we really need to take into our lives, that's revealed 33 days later on Lagba Omer through the addition or through the assistance to the assistance of Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai, that's the nigla, the nister, the reveal, the hidden, and perhaps one can suggest that's what's going on over here. Have a great and festive Lagba Omer.